Good evening, Mr. Ham. How are you doing? I am good, Mr. Claywell. How about yourself? I'm doing all right, sir. So, in studio today, we have a special guest. Indeed, we do. Um, so, what do we want? What do, we, what do you want to be called? So, we got Glennis, we uh, got Andy, we got Glenn, we got Obi. Which which one? I knew this was coming. <laughs> uh, uh, definitely, let's just stick with good old Obi. Obi, yeah. okay, right. Obi's no. it is. Yeah. All right. And so, and we may even throw out some little backstory on how you end up with four <laughs> or five different names. Names. <laughs> and it's bad. It's like I always know. Like somebody says a name, I know where I know them from at this point. It's yeah, like I, chapters in a book. Dude, I'm going to tell you, that was hilarious, though, where you were working before. Yeah. Like, you're dead stop in the middle of the hallway, like, who told you that name? Because yeah. no one knew you as Obi yeah. at all. Yeah, it was all Glenn, and then all of a sudden, it was like, Obi, and I'm like, it's just dead stop, and I'm like, okay, something's up. <laughs> so. so, yes, so Obi is in the studio with us today, um, someone that I have been uh, friends with, like, he's basically like, family and yeah. has been forever um Long grew time. up with with us and um so yes he is in studio today with us to to, to share very so, good yeah i'm always happy to have more people stop by absolutely it's absolutely. good to get more voices in here <laughs> so um how how are things going i mean we're just a few days from the good old christmas and oh my gosh man i'm telling you it's uh it's been crazy last little bit uh had some stuff going on with the family, with the illnesses, and true enough, uh, true everybody enough. seems to be on the mend now. Uh, That's all the good. tests are coming back good. Yay! Everything's clean. Yay! Uh, we still got like four more weeks of IV antibiotics four oh, times a day. That, Lord that have mercy, have to be done. But so far, all the tests look good. She's feeling better. So uh, we're talking about my grandma. Yep. Prayers go out for grandma. Yep. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's just it's been hectic having everybody running around crazy but uh, i'm looking forward uh, i think we're gonna do our christmas thing tuesday so looking forward to getting up there for that awesome i have something to send over to the family by the way so oh, you got to come cool. to me before you go okay Thank or you. either that or holler at me and before you head out and i'll bring it over okay so right. yeah thanks um yep so um i know you spend a lot of like time windshield time in in your yeah, current position so for sure. tell me a little bit about what's going on out there you know, as far as the roads go this time of year for you, because I know you're in like everything from little like hole in the wall towns to like downtown Cincinnati, Lexington, occasionally even. So how do you keep your sanity well, I, I can <laughs> on answer the road? this question for him. Yeah. 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 It's called NPR and talk radio. There we go. Okay. That's the only way to survive those long road trips. <laughs> so just- yeah. That and uh, like. Podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts, audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Not so much music anymore. I did that for a while, but after twelve years of it, it's it's all the same. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, you can only burn out on music. I was so. gonna say, there's only so many chord progressions that you can listen to before yeah. they all start sound, sounding exactly the same. Yeah, and there's there's other stuff going on, like the road construction on seventy five has been a nightmare. Yeah, where they're read where they're widening it. It's been crazy. Um, Lexington itself this time of year is just a, a madhouse anyway, especially if you get anywhere down around the mall. Right. Now, I but, did see, uh, I don't know, It's this has been a few weeks ago that you posted a video of a car doing some crazy things. I think it was on I-75. Was it that one where the car would like, like you were almost in a wreck because this car was doing some crazy stuff. Was it? Was this not a video that you posted? Uh, I mean, I've posted some. I don't know which like one it was you're a, talking it about. It was like a dash cam video right. of of 
this I want to say this car like leaving the road two or three times like going over to the median and over into other lanes in front of you uh, and um no that that was uh that's a while ago was that a while ago yeah, that's uh, maybe been a while uh, maybe back. it just hit my feed because maybe someone commented or something yeah like. maybe uh, but, well, yeah, yeah I was on i75 that was uh just about I was coming northbound I was almost to London yeah and yeah this car in front of me was doing 75 80 miles an hour and they just dropped off the right shoulder all the way into the grass Gosh. went down out of sight and then came back up on the road and jumped back up onto the, the interstate doing about 50 at this point. Wow. And, yeah, it was pretty crazy. That's that's insane, dude. Yeah, I see stuff like that quite often, actually. You know, but the I mean, roads I drive, are dangerous. Yeah, I drive like 50,000 miles a year, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, at least. I, I, you're, you, you spend a lot of time in a car. So. Yeah. So yeah. if you guys are out traveling, be careful. If you're listening to us, yeah. hit the triangle real quick. Rear view mirror, speedometer, <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that left-hand side mirror. Make sure that you watch for everything around you. Be safe. Be safe, okay? Make sure you have your kitty litter. Make sure, yes, in yes. case, just in case. <laughs> yep. Kitty, especially this time of year, kitty litter and some extra blankets, a couple extra coats, some, water. Yep, a few bottles of water, yeah, some granola bars, mm-hmm. yep, energy bars of some kind. Never a bad idea to be prepared because you never know when you're going to end up in a creek bed. Right. <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. <laughs> All right, so how do you want to kick this off? This is this is um, huh. this is a different one. Well, I don't know. Let's just jump into it. What are, what are your thoughts on all of the stuff that's been coming out here lately in the news about genetic research? Interesting. Mm. Um, scary. A little bit, right? But also, I mean, the possibilities are amazing. I think I think for me though is it's it's going to teeter on the ethical question, not so much the scientific because the scientific I think is amazing. Yes, but the ethical is where I'm going to go have to go. Uh, uh, um. Well, I mean, so, let's let's go back a few years, right? So okay, what? I don't even know. God, twenty years ago, we we had Dolly, right? The you know, the, the, the sheep, the sheep yep. that they cloned, yep. and and there was, that was a. a Big. Huge media circus oh, about they, that. They, they just had a, a fit storm over that. Yeah. Right. Over a sheep. Yeah. Right. But that now, means- and and from what I can tell, I mean, Dolly has, I mean, Dolly has lived and has passed, but there's like, what, right. I think we're in the third or fourth generation of Dolly now. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Now, there was some interesting stuff that, to me that occurred with Dolly. Yeah. So it was a clone. Right. So they took an existing sheep, pulled the DNA. Right. And clone that sheep now for me what was interesting about the whole thing is that that first clone dolly uh had for a sheep had a fairly short lifespan because and now this is something that kind of goes into the book a book series i read the dresden files they kind of talk about this a little bit in there right um so as you age basically what causes the aging process essentially to layman's terms it is the older you get your cells are constantly reproducing right and basically what they're doing is they're making copies of themselves what happens over time is those copies start to degrade it's like when you copy a copy of a copy of a copy in a copier machine eventually 
you start it, getting the little black uh, spots all over the right. pages, and you, and you lose some of the you lose some of the clarity. It gets a little blurrier. You get little spots. Everything gets a little worse, and that's basically what aging is. Right. Those those cell copies get a little worse and a little worse and a little worse. So what they did when they cloned Dolly is they were unable to reset the that, age that copy process. So when they pulled the source DNA, it had the exact same age markers as that sheep. So when Dolly was quote unquote born, that clone was already the age of the sheep that they pulled the source DNA from. So if the sheep was like already four or five years old, you basically had a newborn sheep, quote unquote newborn sheep that was effectively genetically four or five years old, although they weren't. Right. So it's like an organized, was it movie? Um, uh, Benjamin Button. Yeah, kind of, where you're you know? aging or reverse and that. So this thing, though, starts and then you, 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 you kick off from that point and go forward. Right. Hmm. So, so that was what was interesting to me about that, that case was even though it was a clone, it, it basically had the same lifespan as the, the original, the, the original sheep that they pulled the material from. The remaining. Lifespan, right. right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yes. basically, yeah, so that yeah, hmm, yeah, that is interesting. Right. So now, have we gotten past that? Um, I w- I've been researching a lot here, and I left my notes at home. That's yeah, okay. Go me, but uh, <laughs> just just in hindsight of remembering it all, it was uh, there's just so much out there. I mean, you got to dig through the. I mean, there's people out there actually like you know the tin hat guys you know hey i'm a clone i escaped from a clone facility <laughs> it's all over the place and i'm like no i'm I'm looking for like genetic news and and stuff like that and i find it odd that you know plants at this particular most of the food that we eat is genetically processed at some particular point even now so it's kind of acceptable over here at that but you know to change the subject, I guess I just went a different way. But like oh, uh, food, like Dolly, I'm not a big sheep eater, man. I don't really don't like sheep. But let's say cows, you clone a cow and you can figure out how to clone that cow, and it's cheaper process than you know raising said cow. But and you can feed millions more people. But right. then you got to fight the degradation effect, and that's. We actually talked about the whole manufactured meat thing. Yeah, like lab-grown meat. Yeah, lab-grown meat like yeah. a few a few episodes ago. And, I mean, that's an industry that possibly could take off and run. Mm-hmm. But, again, if you're cloning even the meat side of it, the just the processed meat, because, it, I mean, this manufactured food, like you say, is it a clone of something else? Are we cl- are we just cloning the same thing, and do we eventually like like you're saying? Does it break down? Does it deteriorate to where now my T-bone steak? Yes, it looks like a T-bone steak, but it is some genetically altered, modified thing that's laying there. You know, I don't know. Kind of, I'd eat it though. Yeah, <laughs> you'd eat it. <laughs> yeah, I've eaten a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't know, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, you you are correct. They are doing a lot of GMOs now. Uh, there's like disease resistant corn, wheat. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's plants that have been altered to require less uh, hydration to grow in more stringent climates. Uh, so they are making a lot of progress with that stuff. Um, so I don't really know where 
like I don't I, I, I kind of am the same way. I don't really understand why it's OK to research that and and not like let's, let's say um, I had a heart attack earlier this year. Right. It's, it's crazy experience. Don't suggest anybody try it. But, you know, let's say that it was a lot worse than it was, you know, why not take my DNA, mm-hmm. clone me a new heart, boom. Uh, somebody loses a leg, clone them a new leg, boom. See, that's kind I, of one of the things that we're that we're I know we're going to hit on big time, is these genetically altered pieces of a person that you possibly could get from the cloning process. I think that is amazing, especially if you are able to go in and remove the issue. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, well, isolating it, and removing. There is a there is a bit of an issue with what you're talking about specifically in some instances. Maybe not for your case, but Let's just say you have a genetic abnormality with your heart. Yeah. Say like a, a, a bad valve or something like that that's genetic. If you clone your heart, you're going to get the same abnormality mm-hmm. that you have now. But there is something that they're looking at doing now. Uh, they are potentially uh, 3D printing real organs. <laughs> With, that's, that's wait, 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 wait. Did you say 3D printing real organs? 3D printing real organs. Wow. Um, I mean, it's not it's not a thing yet because uh, they can't get it to work in gravity. The, the structures of the cellular layers, when they're trying to print them, can't sustain their own weight. Mm. So they collapse. But if... They could do this in zero gravity, like maybe like a vacuum. space, yeah, space mm. or a vacuum of some kind on the ISS, or if SpaceX could launch some kind of low orbit station where this kind of we really, really, mass. really need to give him a call. By the way, that boy's got yeah, he's got some issues. No, but, I mean we just need to get him on the show once. Oh yeah, I'm sure. You know, get him on just here, so. get him a big spliff rolled up. I, no, I like Joe saying, Rogan. no, I ain't even saying I'm just saying I want to I'd like to just talk to the guy. Who are we talking about? Elon Musk. Yeah. Elon Musk. Yeah, the guy yeah. that like the SpaceX founder and yeah. CEX CEO. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> yeah. He got fired from Tesla. Or well quit, but yeah. Yeah, he got, you know into, he got a little bit of trouble. No. 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 I wish. I wish. <laughs> uh, I think it would be really cool to pick his brain. Like, just sit down and talk to him. But, I mean, he's got the boring company, Tesla, SpaceX. He founded PayPal. I mean, just. He's a, he's, he's, I mean, he's but then he the, does some crazy stuff too. Like, yeah. like he just, uh, apparently he's a tyrant to work for. I've heard that. And, and makes it some like. Of the tweets he makes. Yeah, or, I was going to say just these knee, knee jerk announcements and mm-hmm. things like that that really spit. Like, he. Yeah, he's he put like his whole company into not I don't want to say a tailspin, but just this whole tweet about buying his company or, or and making it private instead of yeah, he was a gonna, public he, company. Yeah. And then like th- a few days later, he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I ain't got the money to do that right now. So, you know, and the FCC was like, no, or F- F- Federal Trade Commission, FTC, SEC, SEC, Securities and Exchange Commission, Secure- those guys, the yeah. government said 
You can't do that, dude. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, he made a tweet that, so his, the Tesla stock was at a certain value. I don't remember the numbers, but to make it nice and even, we'll say Tesla was a hundred dollars a share. Yeah. And Elon has been battling with inve- uh, investors for a while because they want profit and the, the company is not in a place where it can make profit right now. So he got tired of fighting with the investors and he said he was going to buy all the stock at $110 a share, which is $10 over its current value. Well, guess what that does? That drives the stock price up. Yeah. So the SEC said, hey, you can't. And, and it is. It is. They are right. You cannot do that. You yeah, cannot kinda... artificially inflate the value of your company like that, which is what he did. Yeah. Uh, so. He got in big trouble. He paid a huge fine. I don't remember what it was. It was like a quarter million dollars or something and had to step down from the company. So, uh, okay. So while you guys were talking about this, I was reading uh, uh, over here about this whole, the age thing that we were talking about a couple of moments ago. Mm-hmm. So there, there's, there are two things that we, that that's possible. From what I'm seeing on on this, this is a a study that was done um, oh by Center for Nanomedicines and Biotechnology Sayer Reproducing Laboratories um, in Spain. They've um, did like multiple tests and multiple um, a lot of research, and they have found out that there was four factors um, that can possibly reset a "Quote unquote biological clock," so it is possible now for them to take DNA from another animal, clone that into, or put it into the nucleus of another, of another, and create basically a age zero animal. So it is possible. Um, it's called the Yamanaka factors. It says if you take these cells and re by, and re, start to reprogram them, um, you can either maintain, you can roll back, or you can reset the aging uh, signature of the of uh, from the donor individual. Interesting. So yeah, that's kind of a cool thing. So anyway, sorry. So that'd be like, uh, let's say it catches on next twenty thirty years, right? And then next thing you know, your your kid's born. And they actually take a DNA sample from that baby, or even maybe from you know the the fetal before it's even before yeah born, or like the day that and it's, put yeah. it back for just in case that hey if something ever happens to your kid might be like some sort of like insurance. Can you imagine having the, your your refrigerator like <laughs> one of the features like being a cryogenic chamber for your DNA samples to be like, Hey, you know, this, this one has the cryogenic chamber. So that way your DNA samples are good. Yeah. Would that not be kind of a neat thing? I mean, it's very futuristic thinking, but it's kind of a cool thing that that would be something you go to Lowe's and be like, so how is the cryogenic chamber on this, on this LG? Is it, is it, is it as good as the Samsung? I'm a Hitachi man. That's crazy. I mean, it would be insane, but it's so, like I say, it's interesting. It's, it's, I think it's cool. Okay. okay I'm going to ask the question. Okay. What is the question? Would you clone yourself? Like, like full on. <laughs> hey, was, I'm, hey I'm, Steve. I'm, hey, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think, can't <laughs> stop thinking of the, the, the Michael Keaton multiplicity. <laughs> multiplicity, right? Oh, the dumb one. Yeah. <laughs> he's they like, he's a, he's, he's a copy of a copy of a copy. <laughs> That's, that we call him Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Um, if you, you can, I don't know if I would honestly. 
I don't think that I would either. Like, it would be kind of a neat thing to if you could have, like, a blank. And if there was a way of transferring memory and, and your, your mental function, <coughs> having a blank laying there. So if something happened to you, you could just basically download into that and start. I've that seen way too many movies. Movies? Like, yeah. yeah. That, yeah that's that, the that exact goes bad. concept. That never that works. It never works. But I'm just saying, if it were possible, that would be really cool. Did you get to check out that altered carbon? No, not show? yet. I have not. That's Did, a prime example. See, okay, <laughs> one of the sad. Okay. I I loved that show, uh, but yeah, it just it brought up a lot. That's actually when we were talking about ideas for the show. That that's one of the things that kind of popped in my head because I just recently watched it and I'm like, that the cloning aspect in that was just crazy because it was just like you buy what you can afford. Like I was telling you, like there's this little girl. They had like, I guess what you would call equivalent to Medicare. And the only thing that they had was an old lady body. So this like <laughs> six, seven year old girl goes in this old, like 80 year old, 80 body. year old woman, you know, and what are you going to do? That's I mean, the only thing they had. <laughs> yeah. It can but so stuff like that. Stuff like that. You got like ghosts in the shell. Mm. I mean, there's so many things where like the transfer of consciousness is just, it, it doesn't work. Right. And so that kind of scares me. But honestly, I don't know. I mean. <laughs> I, I couldn't do it because if, if I had a clone, I'd be like, you get a job. <laughs> I'm going to sit here at the house. The I'm the original. The clone would be like, no. No. no, no see, I, the, you, there was an emancipation proclamation <laughs> hundreds of years ago right. that, that prevented There's this. no slavery now, yeah, sir. You Thank got all you. kinds of issues like that. You got. Uh, so I, but, but I mean, just personally for me, even if it was like a transferable of consciousness kind of a thing, I don't think I would like that. Honestly, like the thought of living for an extended, like I mean, like a seriously extended time frame, right? But give me a ballpark just, number, like say three hundred years. Okay, three hundred years. Like that just that does not sound like a a good thing to me. Like I, I want to have the time I have. I want to enjoy my life. But I think I don't want it to be just a, a thing that just continues to go and go and go and go and go. Yeah, I I, like, I would like to see it go to you know everybody living to like a solid hundred, and then they start going down in their one twenties, and you know, uh, of course I was always a big Star Trek junkie, so right. everything's just almost cured at that point. Everybody's living long and everybody's healthy, and it's just you know utopian, but it's it's still pretty nice. Yeah. I don't know. See, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know if I can handle an extended life period like that. Honestly, like, I just don't know. I mean, maybe I changed my tune one day, but like right now to me, that just sounds scary. Yeah. I, I, I'll tell you what, in June of this year, I would have definitely laid on that table and go like, give me the new one. I want that upgraded <laughs> OB.2. 2.0. Which I did get upgraded this year. I got two new eyeballs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Now it's a uh if if somebody if a eye doctor tells you you need cataract surgery, just 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 hop on the table. Just just say cut. Just go ahead and do it. Unfortunately, they don't do it in like both eyes at the same time. Like when right. I was a kid, I had like three eye surgeries and it was, you know, they done both eyes at the same time. So I had this like savvy gunk in my eyes for like weeks. Oh. And then this time they done like one eye. Well, you can't wear glasses at all, you know, because as soon as they put that new lens on your eyeball, it's 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 like you got a brand new eye. It's, it's almost like they cloned me a brand new eye. It was 
a point to where it was, I'd never been able to see like that before. Hmm. And, uh, so now all I do is wear readers, which, which are these is the, probably the cheapest, most expensive pair of glasses I've ever owned. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's nice because it's been months now and I still wake up and, you know, you set up at the edge of the bed and you're going, God, why? And you, and you reach up to grab your glasses and they're not there. And that's nice, though. It's nice, but then you got to try to remember well, where did I leave them. <laughs> I was, yeah, you don't know. But yeah, it was kind of, it wasn't completely uh, genetic or. Uh, but it's modification. Yes, yeah. So I mean, I guess, it is modification. It's an enhancement, a, a modification. That's right. And that's one of the things that I think is interesting with this whole cloning thing and genetic engineering is the enhancement aspect of it. Right, right. It's definitely an interesting thing. Uh, CRISPR is primarily the technology that they would be using to do that kind of stuff. Right. Which we still don't really understand. True. So, we don't. I mean, it's, I mean, basically, if but I'm, should if the I'm research right, be done to, to, to better understand it? Well, I mean, they, they are. Yeah, yeah. They are currently looking into it and they're using CRISPR like crazy to do gene modifications. But I mean, from my understanding of it, basically, is they're taking like a virus. Right. And embedding the new code, and then that basic CRISPR is basically like a virus that alters the genome. Yes, and it inserts this new genome, and it changes whatever they want changed. But there's really no. I mean, basically, they're they're at the science right now is at a point where they know, okay, this is the gene we want to alter, so they change that specific gene, but they don't really know yet. How that impacts everything else? Right. It's the ripple effect. Once the pebble is dropped, yes, you have made that change. But as it goes out, what other modifications, what other things happen? What what other genes were reliant on what you changed that you've now altered subsequently? The chain, yeah, it's a chain chain reaction. So basic alchemy, you know, you got to take to give and give to take. So I mean, it's just what did we mess up by touching this? Yeah, and they still don't really know. Like that's the thing that gets me is they're they're starting to do these things. But See, that's why really I think know. it should be. I think the research should be done in very 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 controlled situations where they basically can alter a specific genetic code or a, a gene, and they basically can look to see. Okay, when I did this, it you know it switched this and this and this off, but this 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 and this on. So that that way they can at least see that and they can see, uh, I mean, because, I mean, we're at a point now where they're able to take a specific genome. They know exactly what it does in the body. And now it's just a matter of switching it on and off and when to switch it on and off. But who makes the decision? That's the thing, though. That's where the research, I think, comes in. It's got to be done to push forward, but you got to push ethics a little bit, you know, but where, where does it stop? I mean, that's the that's the kicker right there. If they was the to change, I'm like, okay, well, you know, we figured out if we change this genome right here, it it eliminates the the chance of being a serial killer or psychopath, uh, cures any chance all toppers. But on the other hand, it makes your lifespan ten years shorter. You know, is that something that you elect for your child? Is it something that you you know you back away from because you know just like well, you know, I'd really have ten more well, years of life versus. You know, well, no. let's not let's not t- talk purely hypothetical here. I mean, this might still be hypothetical, but we don't know for sure. Let's talk about this guy in China. Are you talking about he? Yep, that dude. Yep. yep. Uh, what is his, his name? name? <laughs> uh, his name is 
How do you find his last name? John Q. John Q. That's it. He's very proud of his work. Well, yeah, he is. And if it's if he did what he says he did, it's it's interesting. But was it ethical? Right. So if you don't know what this guy did, he claims, and it's unsubstantiated. There's been no no paperwork submitted to any kind of a scientific journal for peer review. It's just he's making these claims. Uh, he's a Chinese geneticist, and he claims that he took two identical embryos right. and altered them using CRISPR to perform gene surgery, is what he's calling it, to make them more resistant to HIV. Uh the right. process seems to have only worked on one of the embryos and not the other for some reason. If he, if it's even accurate, like if if he even was able to do it. Now he but, did. He, he did tell um, the the seven hundred attendees at this big convention that the the study has been submitted to a scientific journal for review. So he just kind of bypassed that that hurdle. Of asking them first, hey, should I do this? He basically said, I'm doing this, then submitted everything for review. Because there is a big ethical question around what he's done. Right? I mean, yeah, because, I mean, who knows what changes that, what ripple effects that's going to cause. So he's changed the CCR5 gene, which is what enables HIV to take over your white blood cells and destroy them. Uh, he did this to 16 embryos. They implanted 11 of those into wombs. And the only genes that they changed were these, uh, that CCR5 gene. Right. And it blocks the pathway to protect people from HIV. Right. He claims that he has verified that it worked successfully and safely. The safely thing is where we have that. Right. What did he do? Like yeah. when he stirred the pot, how far did how far <laughs> how, how far many he... ripples ended up in it? Right, right. <laughs> but the only way of really knowing now is as this child grows up, seeing what has happened. Right, you got to throw Conti- another what if out there though. Well, what if that kid actually is immune to HIV, but the HIV virus mutates itself off his or her resistance this and a possibility it, it makes as well. it stronger for the rest of us. And then See, that's where the, we get into everybody. the ethical questions of, is this something that we should be doing? Right. And so now this has happened. So now other, other researchers in other places where ethics might not be such a big concern mm-hmm. are going to say, well, the Chinese are doing it. Right. So why don't, what, why we, don't we do it? Why, why don't, don't we, we do it? Why yeah. don't we, why don't we implant, because, okay, right now there's a genetic abnormality that causes lean muscle mass to be at like two or three times normal volumes in a person. Right. So why don't we just implant that gene and make some soldiers? See, yeah. that's the thing. When you start altering things for political or <clears throat> or just gains simply because you can, I think that's where the ethics question has to be. Someone, Someone or something has to be basically – Drawing a line saying you don't cross this and then not move that line. That's the thing. And well, the, how the line you, says you can't edit a human genome in a real person. That's what it says right now. That's and this what guy it did says. It. This guy yeah. did it. You're right. Allegedly. Okay. So 
Do you do it for the greater good of people, or do you do it because well, so here's, you here's want to create stance, superhumans? Here, here's you my know? stance on it. All right. So the guy did it. Why can't he do genetic research to alter the genome of the HIV virus? Instead of the instead, the, of, the instead human, of the people, right? This is this. Uh, that's a great question. Same thing could possibly be said about like say cancer cells, and which things they are of that working nature. on. They're working on. They're working on, on that kind of stuff with cancer. So if that's the case, there are so many factors that are involved in something like that. Would it be easier for us to? You know, when you're six months old, you get your vaccination for measles, and mumps. You get your cancer vaccination as well. You know, well, uh, they are starting. I mean, you're kind of making HPV, a hypothetical. But I mean, that's one of those things. HPV has a has, has its own. Yeah, it has a, its own uh, right. vaccine. Vaccine. So, that's the word. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> a vaccine there. So, I mean, when you have something like that. Y- do you go ahead and do that? I mean, right. could you do that across the board for all? And then there one for, um, not leukemia, cervical cancer. <laughs> Maybe. I think it's I think it's something that's specifically female related. But, but I think there's I mean, a vaccine what, that you can get when when I thought that was I thought HPV was the kind of that. Oh, is that what that yeah. is? So yeah. okay, so that that yeah. lowers the risk for cancer later then. Yes. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. I see. Yeah, I think the human papilloma virus, that's HPV, causes cervical cancer or can cause cervical cancer. Ah, okay. So, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you're right, though. I mean, there's a vaccine there that kind of keeps you from doing all of uh, you're getting that now. And the thing is, though, like I say, though, if you don't, if, if you're looking specifically at one disease, I mean, you've got brain cancers, you got cancers of the pancreas and colon and and i mean lung cancer and throat and and prostate i mean there's so many out there if there was a blanket that basically covers this in general yeah genetically would, just destroy it yeah that, i mean who's to say that that wouldn't be one of the greatest steps forward for humans that has I mean, ever it would be in my yeah. opinion i mean i agree so I don't know. I guess though. I guess that's where the, those those lines have to be drawn. Is when you're doing it for the greater good of 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 the human race. This is something that will eradicate some diseases or something or suffering of people. Whereas the other side of it, like you were saying, well, you know, it, let's, why don't we just make these these humans enhanced so they can be better soldiers or that they can be better scientists. If we make their brains work, but I know you're saying that you, I, I saw you about to say something. You're saying, well, that's going to make some places better too. Right. Cause it may alleviate suffering for these groups of people no, that are uh, no. Okay. So but, you're, you're talking greater good. Let's okay. go devil's advocate. Okay. What's greater. What's greater than the complete survival of the human race. Oh, okay. So wait, when you say complete survival, right. what are you, Outline complete survival. Basically, uh, no one being di- eventu- dying. No, 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 no. Eventually, this planet is going to die. Right. So we're going to have to leave. I mean, everybody, everybody agrees Everything. that eventually yep. we're going to have to leave this planet to continue to survive as a species. Right. So, so the greater good is the survival of our species. And at so, that point, do we go ahead and genetically alter ourselves to where we can breathe the atmosphere on another planet? Or, or even just survive... <laughs> Long-term space travel, which is a, a, a valid current concern. If we undertake long-term space travel right now, right, because of the lack of atmosphere and the protection of our, our Earth itself, 
to cosmic radiation and all the stuff that's out there in the vacuum of space, we would die from the journey. Right. Right. So we're going to have to alter ourselves alter ourselves to survive that journey. But either that alter us our human? S- either alter ourselves or come up with some sort of a technology that protects us. Another good movie. Basically a you know a shell if you will to protect us from all of this. Like a like a enhanced epiderm epider- epidermis. Kind of yeah, the <laughs> alien type thing, you know. Yeah. 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 Basically bio suits of some kind that will make sure that Everything that our body is needs is met, yeah. even though we are in the vacuum of space. I watched a uh, Netflix movie. It was a uh, Titan. Did you watch that one? No, I haven't seen no, that. That one was a, another good one, but it it just went right through the the last five minutes. It was, you know, the end of the world came. We've got to alter. They want to go to Titan. You know, there's all right. this big stuff on Titan. And, they actually alter him, and at the end of the movie, he's he's not human anymore. I mean, he's a, he's a completely different creature. So, I mean, yeah, they they saved a fraction of what humanity's genome was, but at the end of it, they they changed who we were in essence. And that's originally. the thing exactly. we, when we start getting when we start down that rabbit hole, do we change what it is to be human? Right. I mean, if you could genetically, hey, I want to, I want wings on my kid. So he can fly like Archangel in the X Men, <laughs> one of my favorite X Men, you know. Right. I, I kind of, you know, like Hunter, you know, go back. Let's go back thirteen years, and I'm like sitting in front of the doctor, and I was like, any any modifications you want to make this kid? You want, you know. So let's just <laughs> let's do this. Let's say you're sitting in front of the doctor, and he pulls up a, a, a on his computer screen, similar to what we have right here, and he goes, "So what color do you want your child's eyes to be? Yeah. What about yeah. hair? What about height?" Um, are you willing to give up a little bit over here to get yeah. something over well, this here? This isn't covered now, this in your is, HMO. Yeah, this is not covered by your insurances. So, <laughs> right. you know, the out-of-pocket cost, uh, you want your, you know, green eyes, but you can only afford hazel. Um, you, do you want, you know, do you want their IQ to be at 130, but, you know, the, one anything over 130, you're, you're just going to talk, you know, 10 grand per point. Yeah. You know, I mean, at what point do you start, does, does the doctor's, literally get to say that and we are able to go you know this is not cool that you're able to completely basically just, design it's designer babies at that point right? yeah i mean now, like now you're getting into gattaca territory right yeah. i mean there's a, it's like there's so much with this <laughs> yeah it's it's i like the fact that hey let's clone food let's clone body parts and, and like you said earlier cure the the def, uh, defect in right. that said organ or something like that Keep it where it's at, but you know, before we go altering like everybody, you know, because I don't, because you run the risk of do you, do you, are you segregating the classes or are you segregating the races? <laughs> right, and when and there are specific things that are different when you get to different ethnic eth, ethnic groups. So does the same right. genome work for everyone? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let, let, let's just say. Um, and then, like you say, the, it yeah, gets man. really hot. The, there's some kind of we get some really bad sun. Decides, you know, I'm just throwing out solar flower. So solar, I cannot talk today. Just, just being a mean sun. Right. And he, uh, he just decides I'm just going to make the hot or the earth hot. What do we do? Oh well, black skin is naturally more repellent. You know, 
So would we all have to say, all right, we all have to genetically alter ourselves to, you know, have black skin just to survive that. And then one race takes over another race and then this race takes over. And then, like you say, you got the designer babies. It could make a cesspool of chaos. So, okay. Okay. So let's ask this question. Has this, this same thing though been going on naturally for thousands of years with evolution? As we have evolved from one species to another, or we have basically ad- adapted to our environment, has the same genetic coding be have has it been rewritten so many times now to where we are nothing like what we were, you know, ten thousand years ago? Versus, you know, today we're going to be able to do it. You know, instantly, quickly. Well, okay, now see, that's another funny thing that you talk about. I didn't have any notes on this, so I don't know exactly, but I heard, I did hear this not too long ago. Um, so you know, you think of evolution, right? And you think this is a process that takes thousands of years of typically trial yes. and natural selection, breeding. Yeah, the, this genome works better in this environment, so it tends to prosper. What if I told you that there have been studies and cases? Where that is not the case. Really? I can there, believe there that. There are. So, for example, I forget the name of it, but there was a specific moth that lived in a specific area in Great Britain on the islands. And that moth had perfectly adapted to live on this one type of tree. And its wings were camouflaged so that it blends it, when in. it landed on the tree, it blended in with the bark. Right. And the bark of this tree was white. Okay. Now, this is a real thing. I'm not making this up. I don't remember the names. I don't remember the exact species or anything. But in the, what, late 1800s, the Industrial Revolution came through. Okay. Right? You're the history guy. Right. Somewhere in that time frame, right? Yeah. Uh, everything was coal-powered. Everything was just... Steampunk. Steam, coal, <laughs> lots, yeah. of, lots and lots of air pollution, right? Right. So all these white trees in this area... Ended up gray. Quickly became covered in coal ash. <coughs> so they're black and gray. They're not white anymore. All so this, this all this evolution of this moth or butterfly or whatever it was has been to, to be white. Not over decades, not over years, in a matter of months. Basically, the entire population of moth changed their color to be black with white spots instead of white with black spots. Wow. I mean, I can see that, but how does this, this genetic coding like this happen so quickly, you know? Uh, they don't really know. They don't really know how it happened so fast. And there's another thing that can still occur. It was really common back, you know, in prim- the primordial soup days. Right. Bacteria, some bacteria had this, or bacterium, I guess, had this weird ability to sideload DNA. Like they would kind of not intentionally, this wasn't like a reproductive thing or a survival thing, but two bacterium would bump into each other and some of the genome would just slip out of one into the other one. Right. Just unintentionally like, whoops, you got my genes. Yeah. And now this new bacterium (laughs) has both of these. That'd really take a handshake (laughs) into Well, I mean, it would now, but this, you know, I'm talking like back in, and so this still occurs occasionally right. today, even between, even between more complex organisms. Now, 
that occasionally there is just like this abrupt side load genome transfer where all of a sudden this species gains traits from this other species without interbreeding, right? Without decades of evolution, it just happens. happens. And they don't really know how this happens exactly because it's just not studied, but that does happen sometimes just instantly See, like that's, that. That's crazy stuff, isn't it? I mean, the but fact nature, that it does happen. Nature happening. does it. So nature does it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. She's a very mean lady. It's, it's, it's one of those things where <laughs> when we start altering nature and we start genetically modifying ourselves and, and changing those things, is, is it really anything different than what's been going on? Other than the fact that we're getting to select. You know, we're getting to yeah. say, okay, this is what I want to change. Not this is an accidental change. You know what? And I know this is terrible, but you know what it, what it brings up in my mind? Like you said, being the history guy. Mm-hmm. The Aryan race, where they basically were selectively breeding humans and saying, we're going to create this super race of humans. Right. They were doing genetic mutation and alteration in the 1930s and 40s simply because they thought these people were superior without necessarily going in and saying, we're going to do this on a genetic level. They were just looking at people and and putting them through a, a, you know, a, a test and saying, okay, you're smart, you're blonde, you're blue eyed, you're tall, you're athletic, athletic. That's that. Here you go. Here's another, here's a female that matches you. Go make babies. Go make babies. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. This is one of, like I said, I teeter on the ethical on this whole thing because I think that there's wonderful possibilities for it. And then there are some parts of it that quickly could go down the rabbit hole into some dark, dark territory. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. It's just, it's scary, but at, at the same time, it's like jaw dropping. You know? It is. It uh, is. I can't imagine going and, and, I, 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 like you were talking about earlier, superhumans creating this this force of um, altered humans, oh, basically I, going out and, and and meeting that on a battlefield and go and like your little army up against these. Oh well, let me let me tell you yeah, some. Of, let me tell you some crazy. of the, the actual things that they have identified. Okay, yeah. so for example, to this is specifically to further our race. Right, eventually we're going to have to leave the planet. These are some of the things they're looking at to improve our odds of surviving long-term space flight. Okay. Um, one of them is CTNNBI. No idea what that is, but it confers radiation resistance into the human. Okay. Uh, there's another one called LRP5, which will turn you into Wolverine. And I am not kidding. It helps transform your bone to adamantine. Really? What? I'm not kidding. It- ESPA1, which is common among Tibetans, the Sherpas, I think is that the, those people it okay. allows you to it allows you to survive and thrive with less O2. Uh, there's a host of other genes that can make people more smart. It can improve your memory. It can naturally reduce anxiety. Uh, some of the other things that they're even looking at is a gene called ABC11, which anybody that's fortunate enough to have that gene has a natural low body odor. 
<laughs> hey, I'm just going to tell you, in space, that's not a not a bad thing. Right. So, I mean, these are some things. So, like, is, what, what, is that ethical? I, I don't know. Again, I don't. I, if it's if you're talking about the survival of a species, realistically, that's no longer the same species. Yeah. But so, at the same time, though, you're you, you're adapting to another part of nature. Space is nature. So if you have to adapt yourself, whether you adapt yourself, it's like me with I've got a go bag at home. I've, I very rarely leave the house without that go bag. It's two weeks of supplies. You know, it's just it's, it's my favorite little pack. Right. You know, and I, I leave the house with that. I, I'm, I always leave with a pocket knife, a lighter and a uh, belt. You know, it's just, you know, the MacGyver aspect. I want to be prepared for every given situation. So if I'm going to go out and I'm, I'm, we're going to Titan or we're going to, um, Andromeda, let's say we're going long, long way out. Right. You know, basically said, we, we've got to adapt whether we, you know, do it by, you know, a go bag or, or a genetic go bag. Yeah. Cause we've, we've got to, I mean, really, you're right. I, that's the thing. Again, though, I mean, have you altered, though, yourself to a point to where you're no longer the same species? And you really, I guess you really aren't, but there are aspects of your species that's going to carry on. So, I don't I mean, know. I man. don't know the answer. I don't I'm either. That's the, the thing. I, uh, that's, that's me either. And, and I had a, there was a great quote that I put up on my board the other day for the kids, and it said, computers are useless. All they can provide is answers. If you don't know the right questions to ask, that is absolutely true. And this is what this is all about, is asking the question, should we continue down the path of genetic engineering? Because it's, I mean, once once you open that that box and let Pandora's box open, that's there's no getting those monsters back in. No. There really isn't. At the no. end of the day, you have to ask the banana. At the, at, I, what we were talking about on the way over here, you know, you do, do you end up with genetic like frog monkeys? Frog you know? monkeys. Oh, yes, yes. I could, you know, I forgot about the frog monkey. I was you wanting know. to bring that back up. Frog yeah, monkeys. I mean, we can't, you can't have, like, what do you do? I mean, you don't want to have stuff like that happening. Right, right, yeah. But what I mean, if who they knows? tasted really good, though? Oh, can you imagine frog legs the size of, like, a, a turkey drumstick? Oh, my you know? gosh. I'd be in heaven. Now we're talking genetically modified food now. Yeah. yeah so, so what? What if that was it? This is just like, what if they decided, all right, you know, we're going to have to put a two hump camel, a pony, a sheep, a goat, and mix it with one of those uh, Vietnam oxes, the big swamp oxes. That's the thing. Though. They I mean, put all get, those together, and you get the perfect T bone steak. Or if you get all of those together, and you get some sort of an animal that is, you know, resistant to heat because you know they can store their own water. They can do. I mean, all of these things, and now you have this beast of burden that is work can work anywhere that yeah right but Again, wouldn't it destroy its natural ecosystem you know you're opening the box good yeah. i mean even our environment you're talking about your ecosystems when we introduce things like the the pine beetle to take care of a fly mm. that and then it ends up eating all of the pine trees and then they the, the but the 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 mountain swallow goes out and it and it eats these beetles and and it thrives now it's one of those things where when you start messing with the balance, exactly. the natural balance of things, man. Yeah. Oh, right, that's when those you you hit that. It's no longer a pebble that you've dropped in the water. You've dropped a boulder. Boulder. Like waves. Those, those cart 
Yeah, that they're the, trying to get the, out of all the rivers here now. Yes, yeah. the yeah, Asian I mean, carp yeah. that jump and carry and destroy an impossible to crazy. catch and nasty to eat. Oh, oh. I'm telling you, it's it's insane. So what what's your story, sir? Oh yes, what was it? What um I just forgot. Yay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's another thing that I was just looking Keep going, across. I remember. <laughs> um, the, another thing that they're that they're talking about, and that one of the things that they're working on is a um, a vaccination for for these two things: smallpox virus and Ebola. So, I mean, if you could create something that will eradicate those and wipe them completely off the planet, I mean, smallpox is rare now, but it's still out there, and especially in some of the underdeveloped con- uh, oh, yeah. countries. But Ebola, I mean, where you're talking about any kind of bodily fluid can transfer that stuff. Uh. I, it, 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 there, there are isolated incidents, uh, instances where those things have have had outbreaks that have been terrible. Yeah, but the problem, specifically though, the problem with Ebola is it mutates so extremely rapidly because it's so fatal if you contract it that it 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 kills its host before it can spread. That's the only reason it's not like a huge plague, right? Is because people die before they can spread it anywhere else. Uh, and the problem with a vaccine for that is it mutates so quickly that by the time they develop a vaccine that works, it's three generations out of date to sure what's enough. out in the world yeah. and they can't apply. It's I like mean, a- same way with the flu virus, like it's different every year. Right. Because right. But it's just Ebola because of the, the mortality rate of infected people. The, the mutation is just through the roof with that virus. That, 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 there's a question right there. You get flu flu vaccine. No, I do no, not normally. No, I, I, no. Am not, I'm I not. do not normally. I, however, I did get it this year because my grandmother had it. Uh, that's what initially landed her in the hospital. Uh, several of my friends have already had it this year, and it was bad. So I was like, "Yeah, because I'm going to be around it. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and get the vaccine mm. this year." Yeah, I would not. Would, would that not be considered some form of? Uh, Genetic, genetic alteration. Well, not nec- I don't know necessarily so much of a genetic alteration because you're not actually changing the genetics of your body. You're just basically introducing a virus yeah. so that you're your body recognizes yeah. it and, and fights it off. So at that point, I don't think that you're necessarily reprogramming. You're just saying, okay, identify this, know to hurt, to go after it whenever you see it. Right. You, you're basically so, you're basically injecting a mugshot into your white blood cells. I mean, like, <laughs> you, you see this guy killing. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'll tell you that story, <laughs> seeming as I'm I'm gonna tell a story about spiders and, and I am extremely arachnophobic. <laughs> really? I, yes, I like Oh, you shouldn't have like, never yeah, I probably never should have said that, especially <laughs> on here. But you know, it nothing really terrifies me at all. Just, I just nothing really gets me. If a spider, I'm gonna squeal. It just it's just gonna happen. But anyway, so a while back I'd done the pest control. You know, and I was oh, all yeah. over the state, you know, I'd be up in Ashland down to Tennessee. Then I'd roll over to, you know, Indiana. It was just, you never know what side of the state you were going to be on. Well, we had right. this uh, big factory in one of the big cities and it's, it's like this peanut place. Well, they got a shipment in of peanuts. And like you said, they were Indian mill malls and they come in all the time on these, these imports that we get. And you have to go in and actually destroy all these mill moths. But there's a problem. You can't spray these peanuts with, say, pesticides, right? So how do you that get Typically, ri- is not good for people. Yeah, they're not good them. to eat. You know, <laughs> I've been around the stuff. It's bad. Uh, 
<laughs> so these spiders, we ordered uh, this, this. This is the pest control company. You know, I got hired to kill spiders. No, no, we 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 ordered spiders. Like um, I think there was like ten, twenty thousand spiders, very small little black spiders, and we <laughs> shut the warehouse down and unleash upon this warehouse like twenty thousand little black spiders. So how do you do this? Do you like take a little tube and dump a little? Yeah, gear, they, they, that's what they come in—little in, test tubes. You know, like you buy ants <laughs> wow, off the internet. Okay, and you know you go over and you want to put them in a in a decent location. You just don't want to scatter them out on the floor. Right. You know, so you put them someplace where they're going. Yeah, to Yeah, so here right? I am. Like I, I'm about to have a heart attack. It's probably what caused it. Years, you know, <laughs> the, the stress of it all, I'm crying on the inside, whimpering. The big boss man standing there was like, "Yeah, this is easy." I'm crying. Uh, so we we unleashed ten thousand of of their natural um, predators predators yeah. and um, we left it locked down for a week. We came back, um, you know, we put little sensor pads out and little sticky pads here that's got little pheromones in it that draws the what's left of the mill moss, and that way you kind of can tell what the population ratio is at that point. And okay, well we come in a week later. Big, I'm talking. This is like big big warehouse it's huge and each bundle of these peanuts are, are taller than any of us i mean it's just huge huge <laughs> so all the all the mill balls are gone we, we we've been successful there's no more mill balls in this warehouse at all uh peanuts are, are clear what about the spiders but the spiders are still there now here here's the here's the catcher <laughs> catcher we we brought in we couldn't fog the place for mill moths apparently but the pesticide that you can use to kill said spider is different than, yeah, than to what? the human body than it would be to the mill moth so we actually had to go in and use chemical to kill all the spiders but we brought in spiders to kill the other bugs how about that it, you know and you're just like mm. yeah, and i don't know why that story kind of popped in my head but, but the thing is like so, is it, you so know, you're you, dealing with the, pa- uh, the balance so i gotta know though did you have to come back later with a bird and then a cat and then a dog and then, and a, then horse. a goat oh yeah got a cow and a horse and then a horse yeah like, is that is that it, how it you was the old reaction. woman who swallowed it <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, it just, they were like, no, we're just going to bring in their natural predator to let them do the job for us. I'm like, damn, this is that's language. Cool. This, this is some lazy work. I like this. Right. What do you mean? I got a hold of two full spiders. <laughs> He's like, don't worry. The after effect is fine. You know, I was going to say, I was thinking that maybe whenever you came back in, the whole place was just like this one big giant web. Oh, did just- you want have got me a hundred feet from, you know, no, I'd, I opened the door and, and just my little like spotty sense would have went off. I'd have been gone. Uh, yeah, oh, that's pretty good. It's, it was a, it was a good one. But the fogging machine that you, uh, you use it looks like a flamethrower chain gun thing. Yeah. And it shoots out like 20, 30 foot of this fog. And uh, to to bring in hmm. another one, uh, they figured out this this weird. Uh, most bird pesticides will kill plant life, trees are horrible and stuff. So they they've come out with a new one now that will actually it doesn't affect anything, and it smells like grapes. Like honest to god, grapes. It smells like huh. grape Kool Aid. So you're you're fogging it stuff. This stuff did not smell like like grape Kool Aid. But <laughs> but the spiders were dead. It, it you know I've, I can honestly say that I've genocided a whole 
little area. Of so in our case, so now imagine though we go in and we genetically alter these spiders, and or they these spiders were genetically altered to where they go when they do the job within a week to two weeks. That's their lifespan, and then they're, they're yeah. Dead. Then you got to order more. Well, that that I'm going to say at that point, you are no longer dealing with a pesticide. Right. Yeah. You're able to take care of these moths, and then the spider itself takes care of itself simply because it's been genetically altered. Which in which, something a situation like that, when you start modifying the genetic code, is which, that for the greater good? What well, if it got loose though? What if it what got outside? Well, it no, it, it would go back to my shirt here. I forgot I was wearing my cloning so, shirt. So I'm saying, if, yeah. if, like make these Life, make uh, make these uh, spiders completely <laughs> and totally like you know uh, sterile, so they can't reproduce. Well, that's what yeah. I'm gonna say right there. Okay, so they actually are doing this currently. Uh, that's the most common method of mosquito control. They release a population of male mosquitoes into the wild that are sterile. Yep, and the females don't know that. They mate with the males and then die, and then die, and nothing happens because yeah, there are no, there's eggs. no fertilized eggs. Yeah, so that is currently a, a method that is used for pest control. No, I mean that's good. I'm, I'm especially in places like where you have Zika virus and Zika and malaria, and malaria, all that kind yeah. of stuff. That's good. That's right. what you want. So and, yeah. and they most of it, it's you know you're you're altering the ecosystem, and, and it seems in all honesty we've been doing that for thousands upon thousands of years anyway so it's just i guess once we reach the dominant species on the planet we were just like it's ours we're going to do with it what we want but when we start deciding what we want to do with ourselves that's when people start asking questions uh, should you really you know do you really need six fingers on the hand i mean yeah you don't play guitar like a beast but i don't think that's kind of a, a thing so on- my, my question though is still <laughs> like okay, so they're using CRISPR, which we don't really understand we we get how to kind of make it do what we want it to do, but we don't really know the full implications of what it's doing. Right. So okay, you you need to develop somebody with an adamantine skull or skeleton so that they can survive space travel. But what else have you done? Right. To that person, what have you made them sterile? Have you increased their likelihood of some kind of chemical imbalance that's going to cause insanity? Have you know what? What have what are What's the other, the other things? Yes, that that's from that's it? the thing. That's where that's where the research is not where it needs to be yet, um, and that's where we need to know what we're turning on and off in these genomes. Because if if like I say, if if we've if we've if we've stopped or if we have created something new or changed something, that, but how do you know? Well, that, I mean, that's, well, that's what that's I'm saying. Like, so without without doing it on a full human being. Again, how can you know what you've done? So we know we can isolate a genome. We know that we can I, we can also group genomes. So if that's the case, if you can group them and you change one, you can see the effect on others. Yeah, but not unless it's in the actual environment it's going to be in in the human body. We can simulate that. Uh, yeah, simulate though. It's still a simulation. You can't really. I mean, that's that's the thing though. I mean, when you when you start doing those things. It has to be done to know. I'm just saying, to me, the only way that they would know for sure, because of all the different limbic systems and like chemical interactions and everything else that goes on in the human body, like the only way to know would be to do it on a human. Mm -hmm. Like, like they, you, you can't just isolate like heart tissue, clone it turn off this gene and only have heart tissue and see what that does. Because, because there you, are other things that... What, what happens if you hit it with adrenaline? 
Yeah. Adrenaline directly impacts cardiac tissue. So what, what Well again that's those are controllable things though. You're well, talking I'm just about saying, I'm just saying controllable you would have to variables. hit it with every every other possible chemical interaction in the body. You would have to I mean it's like there would be no real way to know for sure. There's and without and then the like combination thereof. So you're like you like you're talking about adrenaline. What if you hit it with adrenaline and something else exactly. and something else and something else that is naturally formed? Again, that's one of those things where you have variables that are controllable variables that I think could be tested. You it's, have more faith in science than I do. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I just I, haven't watched as many sci-fi movies as you have. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think though that I think that those those things though could be eventually tested, and I think that a safer method could be employed or employed in this, and maybe maybe somewhere down the road we could start to genetically modify small things to improve the way we. I don't know. I guess the way that our survivor survivor sub. What is the word? Survivability? That's the word. Hey, that one. There. Yeah, that on this planet. I think that that, if, if it's, like I say, I still think it's just, it's, it's, it's got to be for the better, betterment of the human race, not just because we can do it. You know, it can't be just because. Okay. Here, here's a question though. Does it, does it need to be private sector or does it need to be public government run? Honestly, I think it needs to to be a balance between the two. And here's why. I think most things should be, honestly. I think I agree. And and because you go private sector, who's regulating? If you go government, who's regulating? (laughs) You know what? I'm going private sector. Never mind. I'm going private. But you you also have military and all those other implications whenever you start dealing with government. You know, so. Yeah, exactly. And and they can keep things secret. And private sector, okay, it's more. It's not. It doesn't fall on the, us, the taxpayer, to foot the bill for the research if it's right. private sector. And then you've still got the government, which can oversee everything mm-hmm. and yeah. regulate. Which I think, yeah, I'm a socialist. Okay, yeah. whatever. But <laughs> th- like that should be government's role is to protect the population, right? Yeah. To regulate. They're not over, just let their oversight is. So it should be for the betterment of their people. Exactly, should be. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. It should. But I don't I, think I mean, that's I'm not socialist. I think that is common sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, some people yeah. some people see any government regulation of anything as too much. But I'm yeah. just saying, like, I think that should be the government's goal is to protect its citizenry and make a, a civilization that where people can thrive. I agree. I agree 100%. Uh, and if it means genetically altering us to possibly withstand what's coming in the future, you know, that's adaptation. That's one of me. those things. I if without getting into the politics of it, hmm. global warming is something that is increasingly becoming scientifically sound. Um and we know that our environment changes constantly. We can look at the, 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 the geological evidence. We can look at, you know, the, the biological evidence. There are things that are going to happen to us that if we don't adapt in some way can wipe us out pretty quickly without necessarily right. a big asteroid hitting us. So we need to be looking at some of these things that will help us to survive. And I think that this is one of those areas where the genetic code might be a good place to look. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, um, since I've slammed out so many other movie references, uh, I Am Legend was, yeah. was, was really, really good movie. It's, they, uh, they got that off of, uh, the older movie. What was it? Last Man on Earth? I think or so. something like that. And it was all based on a book. Yeah. I Am Legend. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Richard Matheson. Yeah. They, they, he was, uh, messing with a virus of some sort. Was it cancer? I think in that, that was movie. in the movie. That was, that was what yeah. in the book. I've not read the book, but it was, uh, you know, so, hey, we, we, we cured cancer, but created this. We, we created this. That's, and, a, that, that's what we're talking about. This ripple so, effect that possibly but, could happen. Okay. So oh. it, just, 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 I'm um, in the book. Okay. The vampires. Quote unquote. Yes. Yeah. Right. I saw the air quotes. Yeah. The air <laughs> quotes. Uh, are actually the good guys. Are they? He is the bad guy. Okay, I'm gonna. Have oh, to read really? The, book the vampires, quote unquote. Um, yeah. Don't give it away. Uh, just, but I, yeah. well, I mean, that kind of does give it away. But <laughs> through the whole book, it's just, and then you get to the end, and it's a major twist. It hasn't. I mean, it's. I haven't seen the movie. I know kind of what it's about, yeah. but the book just takes a a, a flip. That you don't see coming, which I just ruined. Spoilers, uh, but um, yeah, it's it's uh, from what I understand, though, right in the in the movie, he develops a a counter vaccine that it, cures the vampirism or something. Yeah, yes. there's there's yeah. like two endings, and I'm really big on the alternate ending because you know it's just one. I think that in the original, he blows himself up, and you know there's a self sacrifice thing, and it's oh, and then there's the credits, and then the alternate ending is. He makes it out. He get he makes a a bonding relationship, I guess, with the the air quote uh, right. zomb- zombies. Yeah. I will yeah. say zombies. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's I'm gonna have to read the book now, so I'll, I'll let you know. I'm gonna go to the library probably tomorrow. And All right. Which it's I'm pretty sure the guy's name is Richard Matheson. Uh, the book's called I Am Legend. His stuff is a little hard to read. Like it's not great. I survived Literature. Robert Jordan. I'll survive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not dissing Jordan at all, but God, that was, those were some hard. I was books. about to step on some, some toes there, but I was just, I'm just not gonna, do, I'm not gonna open my mouth. Well, no, I'm, just, well, I'm just not gonna but, do it. But I mean, the books aren't that long. Most of his books aren't that long. He, uh, House on Haunted Hill, that's another. Oh, he wrote book. that. Yeah. Oh, then I know I'm gonna love it. I love that movie too. So, oh. I mean, he's he's got a lot. Most of his stuff is kind of in that vein, like that horror thriller kind of stuff cool something that we didn't cross into that i wanted to bring up was the island of dr Moreau, right because that one brought up a lot of different aspects and i'm going to go to the newer movie because the older you're gonna have you guys are on this one because i have not seen it how have you not seen it was like the 90s wasn't it not something that i even like even remember did you watch the original nope you've never seen never seen either of them no really so I just it's on you guys for this one. Okay, well he so the basics of it is Dr. Moreau is a geneticist. He creates uh multiple different inter genetically intertwined beast and human hybrids. Okay. So there's like a cheetah man and a gorilla man and all these other like cross species hybrids. Tigers and stuff just just crosses us with a bunch of animals and, and for the most part, they're all still human looking, but they've got all those animal characteristics. And then there's, you know, the movie's got its own plots and stuff. But the the main aspect is, you know, he's off on this island 
It's his island, and he's off making his own community of genetically altered human creatures, beings. These things. creatures, yeah. And it, uh, you know, we was talking a little bit about you know altering. You know, I was just like, I want my kid to look like a gorilla man. So that would be a, an interesting thing. Let's say you were able to isolate a um, the genome, like say in starfish, that allow them to regenerate. Okay. Losing a finger would be nothing. Or, or yeah. the or the immortal uh, jellyfish. Right. Or uh, uh, what's right. the what's I mean, the little hamster guy that lives in space or can survive the trigla? I don't know. Trigla. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go have to visit my favorite favorite app called Google. <laughs> yeah, tardigrades. Tardigrades. That's it. Yes. I mean, if if we could figure out how to adapt ourselves like they have. Or just uh, that take takes those. the radiation aspect from space away. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm saying. You start introducing those little genetic modifications, and eventually, though, you get you're not human anymore. You're yeah. this new thing. <laughs> ah, ah, yeah. ah. From, from, from the past aspect of you know my viewing of humanity is not a a great one. Uh, looking back from our beginnings to now, I'm, I'm not highly impressed. Uh, I, I could, I could, I could. I could do with you some know the changes. last 150 years really impresses me. Uh, I, you know the last 150 years. I mean, the last 150 really makes years, there's been some major, major leaps forward. Where'd it come from, though? I don't know. Out of but, nowhere, it's just boom. I know. 20 but, years, we're uh, you know 100 <laughs> years in the future, and aliens, <laughs> aliens. Why <laughs> not the dude from? <laughs> <laughs> They're out there. <laughs> they built the pyramids. I'm, I'm George Takanakwalopoulos. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That dude is insane. He is out there though. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm gonna. I'd like to send him a comb. A comb, a comb, just a comb, just so he can tame that that because that that hair is definitely alien. I'm just gonna I, tell you, I, I don't know. I mean, you got that, you got Don King. Don King's hair was, but yeah, the, but well, and that guy's not even a scientist. That's what kills me. He's no. a wrestling promoter. Yeah, and he's just a, he's a, he's a guy that looks weird on TV, and people identify him as he's the alien guy. Yep. <laughs> Yes, but yeah, I don't know. So, like, what what do you think, Mister Ham? Let, let's 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 wrap it up a little okay. bit here. D- do you think? Do you think that we should pursue into genetic modifications for humans? If if it's done ethically, I think it would. I think if it's done ethically and we are doing it to solve real world problems and not create more problems with it than you. Okay, yes. so that's genetic modification. What about cloning? Uh, no, not necessarily. Unless, uh, if we're talking about like what Obi was saying where we're cloning specific parts, you know, human parts, so that way, you know, if you have bad heart, you know, that way you don't have to necessarily work, worry about waiting on a donor or something like right. that. That way you don't have loss of life to maintain life. I think that would be good. Um, you know, what if dad got new kidneys or what if Colton, you know, the little guy got a new heart when he was three and they'd still be here. Mm. So I think those things, when you start looking at stuff like that, cloning could possibly be something that we could look at. But as far as, I mean, especially if you, the uh, some of the things that they're doing now with the cloning where they can basically make it blank to where your body doesn't reject as, as readily. 
So you know. So you you're but you're against like full on cloning of, of full he, human uh, being. Yeah, human being. No, I don't think that there needs to be clones of a person. You know, there's there shouldn't be a human Xerox. No. Okay. What about uh, animals? Um. Again, we're, we're talking about f- the food thing. Yeah. Where when I we say start I don't, I don't producing like, food, like if you're talking lab grown meat. I don't that's, th- that to me is not cloning. well I mean you, you, the thing is is you're not necessarily you're right you're talking we're not talking about that but I'm talking about let's say you take a specific like Kobe beef cow and you start creating multiple 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 of that one because it's really really good yeah but how do you know it's really good until it's dead it's so well, green it's really you good. the DNA is still there <laughs> even after it's dead you know True, but yeah, so, I don't know how salvageable. I I don't know. Anyway, I don't know the science behind that, but yeah, I guess. So, I don't know. I think that no, I don't think with animals. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Juggle that one for a while. I don't yeah. know. What's your stance on it, sir? Are we? I I I fully embrace the chaos theory. So I, I'd say just full on. Let's go. You're not going to know. Yeah, it's. It's, it's we're not going to know till we do it. We're not going to know if it's right or wrong till we do it. Um, and just like we were when we were kids and our parents were like, don't do that. That's going to hurt. And then, and then you try. You learn. And it, then you never do it again. <laughs> and it just, it's thing just, is, is can what, we survive it? What are we going to create to make us go, oh, yeah, God, like, that can't happen ever again? <laughs> like, I don't I don't want to make any, like, genetic Dr. Monroe things or, you know, I don't think that we really need bat wings or. But, no. I mean, hey, if you can improve my vision to hawk-like level, you know, genetically crossover, I'll take some hawk eyes. That'd, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> that'd be all right. Uh, <laughs> as far as food goes. You know, just let's let's, let's rock with it. You know, I, I'll take. I mean, could you Cloning imagine how close? I keep saying T-bone porterhouse is my favorite. So, could you imagine if porterhouse it was just a lot cheaper? You imagine if it was genetically cloned, it would be like probably half the price, unless it was organically. There is right. no. That can't be organic. If it's, I'm sorry, that's just not a thing. You can't have a, a an organic clone. That's like that's the that is the oxymoron of oxymorons. But wouldn't that be the ultimate organic? Like uh, yeah. never touched by anything except. Uh, I don't know. That's what about straight. you, Claywell? What do you think? Um, uh, hmm, that's tough. It's really tough. I cloning for sure is out. Like full cloning of another being. Like right. I don't think they should have cloned Dolly. Um, full on cloning of a of, of a human, definitely not. Uh, I'm not even so sure about cloning organs. I think okay. I think something like what I was talking about with like the 3D printing would be more suitable for that. Uh, just ethically, like you're saying, right? Because the developing the research to create the clone of the organ is going to lead to the same research that would develop the clone of a full being. True. This is um, true. So the 3d printing is a totally different kind of a technology that I don't think is going to cross over. I, okay. So what, let me I, ask this yeah. too. The 3d printing and we're talking a biological printer, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if that were, if that pot, if that is a possibility, then I agree with that. No, uh, more it, so, or more so than the cloning. It's a technology that they're currently working on. Well, then that's that's um, awesome. So yeah, it's, Pre- it's it prints you up a new ear or something, you know. Or a new here, here's a quick question cool. that just popped in my head. Just let's say Schroeder over here gets knocked on the head, and he's locked in a coma. He ain't coming out. You know, his body's screwed. 
his mind's still intact and we have the ability to grow him another clone and the ability to transfer himself into that, which I know it's a long shot, but what happens at that point? Let's say you're, you're your age now and you know, you've got plenty of life left ahead of a lot of, you could basically make your, make the clone match where you are now. Yeah. Let the old shell go and the new shells. Yeah. And then you, and it it would kind of go into what you're talking about a long life, Span, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean what you're if your life was your cut ghost short. over? Yeah, yeah. yeah my ghost, my ghost is going to go over to the other. I, I just, I don't know. I guess you get you some upgrades, man. I, that's the thing. There, that right there is what messes with me because the upgrades. You know, that's that's where I think that you 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 draw the line on the ethical. Do you because, not? Do you miss your riff half hair? Riff half riff riff, riff half hair? hair? No, I don't. No. <laughs> not a bit. I've when I lost this years ago. I'm we're talking. I haven't had hair in eighteen years. It's been nineteen a years, and I don't miss. I I don't own a comb. It's nice. <laughs> right on. I wear a razor out, but I mean, no, I don't miss it at all. So. Yeah. So okay. Anyway, you were yeah. saying though, just f- full cloning. I'm definitely against. Yeah. Uh, genetic alteration. That's a whole can of worms. It's. It, it sounds good, in theory. <laughs> but like can go a, go exactly. Awry it's, it's it sounds really good. It, hey, we could tweak this gene and get rid of cancer. We could tweak this gene and no more AIDS. Yeah. We can no do this thing heart disease. and cure Alzheimer's. Yeah. We can keep you lean. No more. I, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing, though. That's that's the right, rabbit hole yeah, you end up exactly. going down. We can tweak this gene, and that's going to help lower the body's fat cell production. Yeah. Your cholesterol is no longer an issue. Yeah. Your, so, it, I mean, is no that more not what we knees, want to no more become, arthritis. though? I, I mean, mean that's, uh, from, the, from the first human that, that came... You know, we we've we done want to be but, the best uh, version of ourselves, and we have to adapt and adapt to every given situation. So, genetically speaking, what happens at the end of the the line? I mean, when okay. does it become a point where you stop saying, "Okay, we need this and we need that"? That's the thing. That's that, I, I'm. I think I'm against it. I think I'm against any kind of genetic alteration. Gene manipulation. I think we talked him out of it. Um, <laughs> he's, talk, he's talking himself out of it. The thing is, by the next episode, he'll be like, you know, we might want to revisit that because I'm thinking. Honestly, right now, it's easy for me to say that because as far as I know, I don't have anything to worry about. Right. But like if they come to me tomorrow and said, hey, you've got early onset Alzheimer's and this we've got this gene therapy could change that. Shoot it in me. Yeah. Let's right. go. That's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, it's it's so. It's, Until it hits home, exactly. Yeah. It's easy to say when it's not directly impacting yeah. me. I get. I guess if I had to think about it in that regard, like it's something that's going to directly impact me or someone in my immediate life, right? Then, if I'm if I'm having to put myself in that situation, uh, then yeah, I'd probably say we need to do it. Right. Yeah. I think that I think but that's only fair. You know? I shouldn't think it should be an elective, probably. Because that's when things could really go out of hand. Yeah. Like in a necessity situation. You yeah. Know, right. Like, hey, yeah, we can do this. We normally don't do it. But, you know, in this, she's reached the criteria. She needs new set of lungs or whatever. Right. Then, right. you know, cross. Or, or, yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I told, yeah. I, I like that. Where it's, it's not. 
where it would be a life-saving countermeasure. Yeah, it's yeah. not designer. And not, and not, it's do you critical. want blue eyes? Do you want blonde hair? Yeah. Do you yeah. want this? Do you want that? It's, okay, we've detected that this, this is going to be a definite issue. It's going to impact your quality of life. We can do this to fix it. Yeah. yeah. Then maybe. But I don't think for just like vanity or like a plastic surgery type situation yes. where it's just, I want powder lips or right. less wrinkles I, on my face or whatever. I'm, I agree with that 100%. But I think it's, I think if it's, if it's a, if it would be a quality of life issue, uh, then yeah, I think it's okay. Okay. That's a tough one, though. It is. That's a really is, tough. That's a really fine line that that you to try to figure out. I mean, it that's, is. Yeah. That's why I was like I said. Whenever we, whenever we were thinking about this one, whenever this was an idea, especially whenever I heard the initial um, report what a month ago, November. It was back in yeah. November. Mm-hmm. Um, that was on the radio and was they were talking about doing this. I was like, man, this is this is one of those things where. It, it is. We're talking that the, the thin red line is so thin that you can almost not see it. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's <laughs> it's going to uh, happen, so we're just going to have to wait and find out, I guess. That's pretty much where we're at at this point. I think at, 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 since Genie is out of the bottle at this point, I think we're going to start hearing more about it. Yeah. And it's going to be one of those things where we go, okay, where where do we draw the line? And that's that. That is going to take someone that's bigger than you or I. So I'll do it. Uh, I'm glad you're here, Obi. You better be. You better. Have- well, there was three different opinions all the way across this table. Yeah. Not, every one of us was different. That's that's and that's awesome. All right. So if you want to hear us, you can find us easily. Look us up on Facebook.com forward slash Two Minds Podcast. Right. You, you can, can shoot uh, us a tweet. Yeah. Yell at us on the Twitter. Yeah. At Two Minds Podcast. Yeah, and we and, and and you know what the whole Twitter thing. I know it's it, people are kind of, kind of starting to get soured on it, but shoot us one. I, I will gladly tweet back. Yeah, um, send us an email, uh, two minds podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, yeah. Or you can find this in any of our previous episodes on our hosting site, two minds dot podbean dot com. And also, we are now available on Spotify. If you go under the podcast section and search quotation two minds podcast quotation, it'll pull us up. And you can give us a listen there if you prefer uh, digesting your media through that particular service. Yep. Sounds good. Uh, so, well, thank you again for stopping by, Obi. Oh, yes. man. Obi's it okay. was a blast. It was a blast. Hopefully, I get to come back and talk I, about I think some so. more weird Absolutely. stuff. So. We loved having you. Yeah. yeah like I said, <laughs> I was, I've been excited for the past two weeks. We were going to do it the last time, and I'm like, right. no, nah, I, I can't do it this day. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's fine. Scheduling's always a... I, I hate being an adult sometimes. It just it's just it's horrible. Yeah. But it was you so do. much easier to get together with your friends and play when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. And sleeping till one thirty. <laughs> yes, I would like to state that that was awesome. I think and I love my wife dear wife that allowed me to do so even though I paid the price this evening for sure. Oh. Yeah, because you know she's gonna leave and you just be like, Okay, you've got the kids. No, no, no. She's she's discovered that I don't have any kids.